Coach JP on the FWM podcast. Live in a state of trading time for money or thinking that you have to obey or thinking that you always have to have someone on top of you. That sounds like slavery to me. Fight with me. Diary of the strong black people. I'm here in the rabbit hole. And just like promised, uh, I brought yours truly, Mr. Kenneth Roche, back to the rabbit hole. And not only did he come and grace his time, he brought his partner in crime and, yeah. and his business partner, um, his, 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 his right-hand man. Both of them guys, I told you last episode, we were the start of the collaboration of the FWM podcast, Little Bro Productions, with the new Savannah collaboration over competition movement here. So these guys are the co-founders of uh, Southern Wellness Financial Services. That the guys will be offering a mentorship program that them guys are definitely going to explain and walk through um, today yes, for sir. you guys and give you free game on it and. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and let them guys take over. Uh, Mr. Kenneth Roche and uh, Mr. Edward Fox. So what's going on, man? Like always, man, I appreciate you having us on and um, giving us a platform that we can um, inspire the people on. So, um, again, my name is Kenneth Roche. Um, you better know me for uh, Winging It Savannah and um, hashtag New Savannah. Today, actually, though, we're here um, with some stuff that I really take to heart. I really wanted to really like be able to impact my community in a way that can empower us all. So um, just like Justin said before, um, my biggest goal right now is for us in the city to learn that if we collaborate and not worry about being each other's competition, we can win so much bigger. You know, so um, today we're actually about to give you something a little bit better than just motivation um, because I think a lot of times, even in the past, we always got taught to look towards the future for a better way and people always give suggestions about what you should do, but nobody ever gives you the tools to actually do what you need to do or even the tools that they're suggesting you should do. So a lot of times, you know, even when somebody's even giving those type of tools, they can actually... um it can actually be in a space where it kind of gets annoying because, yeah, it can kind of get annoying because it gets to a point where, you know, somebody is not going to really want to keep listening to somebody say, hey, you should do this or you should do that and not have a proper passage to how to do it. So um, today we're here to offer you a way that you can actually do what you want to do in life, um, live your dreams out. And if you're trying to start a business, you know, we can even teach you how to even get set up to start a business from scratch. I don't want anybody to get too confused in the business side because really some of the stuff that we're going to be teaching this mentorship is really going to be based around mindset and actually being in a space where you can actually grow as a person, you know, in financial literacy. You know, in our community, we never even discuss financial literacy, you know. And in certain communities, that that's a that's a table talk for them. You know, that's a normal conversation. And um, that's with with podcasts like this and um, people like Justin. You know, I really appreciate informative uh, podcasts because 
these are the real type of conversations we're needing to have. I mean, I, I, I won't say I don't appreciate, you know, social podcasts and different ones like that, but, but, you know, I do appreciate podcasts that give you substance and, you know, and, and just outlets that can give you some substance. So without further ado, and before we get too much further, I want to introduce, like he told you, my right hand. Honestly, me and Edward go back some years. I'll kind of let you let, I'll, I'll let him introduce himself to you guys. Got we got Edward Fox coming to the building. Hello, everyone. My name is Edward Fox. I'm so very thankful to have the opportunity to be here, speak with my guys, and speak with y'all as well, and have y'all benefit from what we're talking about today. And um, I'm just super thankful. Uh, a few things I have on my mind is imagination. We're going to be talking about the mentorship, the mindset. So. Uh, Stay tuned and let's get into it. Let's go. So yeah, um, so starting off, guys, um, we'll go straight into it. So, um, basically, the company is called Southern Wellness Financial Services. Even when Justin heard the name, he said, uh, he said, "Is this like some way of like he thought it was like a fitness gym or something?" <laughs> but it is. Gym, it is. A, this is what it is. It's a twenty-four-seven hour gym that you can actually get substance for financial literacy. And you can actually bread. Yeah, you can get you can work out your money. Like, you know, it's nice to get your body right, but I'm telling you, getting that bank account feel just as good if you're getting that right. So um we're gonna teach you how to uh, for starters, your relationship with money is most of the time is usually the cause and effect for a lot of the things that we go through in our community. So we'll teach you a relationship with money. The mentorship is going to be very detailed and it's going to come layered. So we're, we're probably going to only discuss the first part that I feel like is the most important part. And that's the mindset part of the mentorship. So we're going to be really discussing, like Ed said, it's going to be about imagination. It's going to be about your whys. Um, I know if you listen to our last podcast, we we're talking about social currency I'm going to harp a little bit on your whys and my whys. So we're going to go into details about my whys. I want to actually also um, let y'all know that as we explain this program to you, we've already got two scholarships already set up. Um, we're looking to add two more people to our scholarship. So if you are on this podcast, you have the opportunity to get in on one of these scholarships. Um, so literally, Justin, we're only offering this to your podcast and your listeners. So if you're listening on this podcast today, it is two more slots still left that we're going to do for free. Um, you're going to get the whole mindset training. Um, you're going to get a 24-7 mentor. And it's a lot more sauce that um, we're going to explain along the way um, that we're going to be able to offer in this program. So also, I wanted to let you know our two scholarship winners right now. So for starters, um, I want y'all to meet my guy, uh, Zay from Art by Zay. Zay, you want to say something right quick to the people? Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Zay Hutchins. Uh, or you can just call me Zay for short. Because then I run this, this title, Art by Zay. First year business owner. Uh, I have a studio inside Savannah Mall. Uh, I just newly, well, I'm actually on the way to uh, sign a, a lease to a new spot. Okay. Y'all just heard that here. Y'all heard that he's on the car right now, about to go get in this spot. So that's a drop right there. Right. So, yeah. so what you do also, Zay? You can explain to him what you do, though. 
the general basis of what I do, I, I tattoo pretty much any surface that you can think of. I can create something on it from skin. I do tattoos. I do murals. I do. I paint on canvases. Uh, I sell my art uh, actually on, on shirts as well. Also, with my gallery, I host a monthly art show featuring local artists around Savannah because I'm kind of like uh, Kenneth in the sense that, you know, I, I want, you know, everybody to have a platform to be able to do their business. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of artists or Black artists in Savannah that want to do art but don't necessarily know how to navigate um, through the art community. And I, that that community is something that I've had my foot in for quite some time, so I'm, I'm kind of like giving them game as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Heck, yeah. It's just my god down, boy. You doing your thing. Heck, yeah. Shit. Yeah, That's man. Up, and, um, and yeah, honestly, man, I, I tell you all, all, all the time, say, I, I really admire what you do, man. I look up to you. So, man, keep winning, man. And honestly, where we about to take this thing is going to be a whole nother level. And then also another winner of the scholarship. I mean, it's going to be yours truly. Of course, we got to we gotta turn my guy Justin up. So I, I feel like when he created this podcast, you know, he wanted to give y'all some content. But along the way, we got to build into Justin, too, for taking the time out to doing all this stuff, man. He, getting this production for you guys, um, being prompt with times and getting the production out to you guys and giving you all this content constantly. You know, we got to support him the same way. So um, it was my pleasure. Actually, Justin was one of the first people we actually offered the scholarship to. And um, it was a no-brainer for me. Um, like I said, I want to see my people win. Like I said, I, I really, like I said, admire what you're doing too, bro. So, like I said, it was just a pleasure for us to even be able to mentor you boys already. And, um, like I said, I, I feel like we're going to create something really beautiful. So, um, yeah, other than that, we can kind of go straight into it. So, along the way in the mentorships, right? So, you'll be able to, like I said, you'll be able to highlight on mindset. We're going to talk a lot about financial literacy. And this is going to be kind of part of the free or the entry-level uh, parts of the, uh, the mentorship. What we're really going to be offering, though, and this will eventually be an actual product that we actually sell to you guys, but right now we're going to be offering scholarships that you can get it for free, but we're really going to be able to offer you a 24-7 mentor that can help you start your business from scratch, help you write your business plan, get your financials right. Literally, all the scams that y'all see on Facebook and all that, these are the real people that actually can walk you into an SBA loan situation and actually scale your business up. So the type of mentorship that we're going to be able to offer is for business owners or for somebody who just wants to, like I said, work on their mindset and actually grow in that space. So um, this will just be the first phase of the package. Um, we're going to build on to this package deal and grow it to a lot of different other opportunities for people to kind of go into different levels of it. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're not going to want you to stay in a space where you're, you're, you're not growing. So we're never going to put a cap on you, if that makes sense. So I, I want it to be where as you grow, we grow as a program and we grow and give you more game and give you stuff that can get you to the next level and the next level and the next level past that. Um, this mentorship will be something that you can use, honestly, for the rest of your life. 
Um, you can use it for the rest of your time in business. Um, I have people that I, I've been working with my mentor since I've been with the program for about nine months now. Um, I know people that have been with the mentorship for eight years. Um, if you know the business, C. Alexander, um, they're another person that's under the mentorship. Um, if you know uh, LB that rolls around with the um, Culturist Union, she's down with the mentorship. So we got some real powerful players in this mentorship, man. And I, I wanted to be in the space where I could offer it to my community. Some people who really want to get this information. So um, for starters, today we're going to talk about just the mindset part of it um, and just kind of do an introductory um, who I am and who Ed is. So y'all kind of met me already. So I'll let Ed kind of introduce himself in more detail and then we'll jump into it after that. Everyone, again, my name is Edward Fox, and I'm so thankful to be here. So a bit about me is I started my business, Foxy Merchants, back in 2017. I was 20 years old. I didn't know what it took for me to start or even run a business. Um, I don't want to call it a mistake, but one of the best lessons I learned at that time was I didn't have to pay LegalZoom $1,200 for me to start a business and have a registered agent. I could have used $100, went straight to the ecorps.ga.gov website to start my business myself and list myself as the registered agent. I could have saved $1,100 and put that $1,100 towards mentorship with someone that has already uh, done the steps that are going to come next, the steps that I don't know about. And made those mistakes already. Exactly, made those mistakes already. Someone that could have shown me where to go next and what would be necessary. But one thing I can say is one mistake I don't have is to not have hustle. I got hustle and one of my first clients, I built her a website for around $300. I think it was $250 or $275. It was my biology professor. And after that, I was on. I got another, I got another client. She runs a salon, um, a great salon, been in business for... Uh, 10 years now, and I got her as a client second back in 2017. Then from that point on, I've been picking up clients, building websites, doing marketing, advertising, and learning the game as I've gone on. And so much of my learning the game has come from me having mentors. I've paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars investing in mentors, and they have always brought me up to a higher level. And that's what I want to bring to y'all today. Some of the insights that I've learned from my mentors, some of the insights that I've learned from actually doing and going through business meetings, going through deals, having things go up, having things come down. And I really want to uh, to impart that on to y'all at this time and be as helpful as possible. So the, the main thing I want to touch on today is imagination, because guess what? Every product, every service, anything that we've ever seen in life has come from imagination. Um, whether it's come from a person, maybe you've got an iPhone. Chances are you have an iPhone, and that comes from the imagination of Steve Jobs and his team over at Apple. Or maybe you, you like what you see in the world. You like other people. I mean, I love people, especially women. That came from the mind and the imagination of God, because that's what I believe. So imagination is going to be the basis of what you are able to create, what you are able to offer your and your products and services to your clients, customers, or even patients. 
Um, well, I'm here. I mean, honestly, I and I can't even. Um, I actually, I want to kind of segue uh, Zay into this part. Um, Zay, um, when you were starting off, how was your uh, journey in starting your business? Uh, for the most part, it was kind of by, by mistake. I was uh, working at a tattoo studio and kind of had a falling out to the point where it was like, you know what? I can probably do this by myself. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. You know? And I just started like that. Um, just started selling art. Um, just really without, you know, LLC or anything like that. And, you know, the more I did it, the more I became conscious of just, you know, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to have, you know, be making legit money from this, I know the people, the taxing people going to be coming from me. So I might as well legitimize everything and, might as well give me a building, a space, because at, at that point I was, you know, selling a lot of art just from my house. And I got to a point where, you know, I had a lot, a good bit of my savings. And, you know, I just always was conscious of just investing it back into myself. And so the next right. step for me was just, you know, getting a, a space, which, you know, in the Savannah Mall, a lot of the spaces that they have, they're pretty cheap. So I just kind of saw that as like, maybe this is kind of, would be like a prototype type thing. Let me see if I can really do it. Um, and, you know, like I said, I've been in it for a year strong and, you know, so far so good. Hey, did you get affected by the uh, pandemic or you was coming out of the pandemic with this idea and you jumped on it? Uh, the pandemic kind of boosted the idea. Okay. For some reason, I, I had a surge in sales and people wanted to buy art, I guess because everybody was spending a lot of time at home and just wanted to put money into renovating or redecorating their home. They would hit me up for service. That's dope. Now, honestly, I, 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 and I wanted you to say that, Zay, because I'll actually kind of get into my story too. But what I'm noticing, guys, is um, for starters, like Ed said, imagination is a lot of what started a lot of these situations. I mean, I, I, I don't even feel like at this point we have to explain Justin or put Justin kind of on the hot seat of how he started because I can imagine his listeners uh, know his story at this point. But even Justin started this as an imagination, you know, that could possibly be a thing. And, you know, we're here now. Before I get into my story, I'll, I'll bring back what I was going to say is also outside of imagination, a lot of it came from committing, committing first and not even really knowing all the details for real, not even knowing all the basic, basic things that you feel like you should know starting a business and just really like believing in yourself and committing to it. So how I kind of got started. So my story is a little bit different honestly, compared to all you guys. And I, I think it's such a beautiful balance. I actually came straight out of the workforce. So I was a manager at a lot of different places in Savannah that people already know from Walmarts to a lot of different restaurants. And even before I even got manager at those spots, I had been doing management for probably, probably about 12 years at this point. I got to a space where I was just really, I had done all the positions that I feel like people in the workplace strive for every day. Like, I had been an assistant manager when I was 18, so I don't 
don't get geeked about being an assistant manager no more. Like I had been a general manager for a place when I was 23. You know, I had been a regional manager when I was like 19, you know, and it was just like, I, I knew money already, but what I learned along the way was a company could still never pay me enough. And I'm, when I say that, I'm not saying like, even for money, like your hunger and your thirst is still going to continue to grow. And I mean, honestly, like Biggie said, man, more money, really more problems, man. But it's, it's a natural, like, it's like natural that comes with it. Like when you're making more money, you naturally find yourself in more bonds and spending more money in that space. But a lot of that has to do with your relationship with money. Um, Yeah. So I got to a space where I was kind of like tapped out with working for people. Then I started my marketing company, Viva Connection. So Viva, man, I had like a lot of dope like collaborations that I already set up. I mean, I literally had my iHeartRadio connection already set up. I had most of my contracts that I have right now, even with 101.1 and a lot of different ones that were through Yelp. Uh, I mean, Savannah Morning Newspaper, my local Savannah. I mean, the list can go on. I mean, Scout Savannah. A lot of these people I already had connections with, but I could never get companies to take me serious to put them in position. So literally, um, and it's funny how people think they know, like when they see winging it, they just know what we have. But we actually got to a space where I just got so mad. At, like, and this was like last year. I just sat around table. I was like, you know what? We just about to start a business. We're about to call it winging it. And we're going to call it winging it because we're about to commit first. And we're going to find out the details later. We just going to wing it. <laughs> hey, bro. Like I tell, I mean, people, I tell people all the time. The best confidence ever, hey. man. Just fight it. I hey. mean, we coming out of pandemic, but yeah. like, what's the worst? What's that the worst that can happen from here? Like, you gonna get another job? I ain't you know? lying. Like, you know what though? That's the thing, bro. For somebody to just it to get to wrap that around your head, like it couldn't have got no worse. Like that was bad. That time was a very, very bad time for a lot of people. But then when that money came a falling down, niggas. Just really kicked it around. Yeah. And then some niggas really picked that bitch up and scooped it like a fumble and, and kept stuff in their shirt. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's and what we was at with it. Of, so, yeah, so when, when we created, like I said, I told people, man, we could have been selling car insurance. Like, I mean, we were just going to be winging it. Like, so, huh? so we got into it. So I always said, man, I wanted to create a premium product that, you know, could translate through any room. So we got into the wings because we know people love wings. You know, and then we started getting to our vegan options and then kind of got, got created from there. But what I'm wrapping it around to is guys like even in that space, like that was still us imagining and just committing to doing something. I, I say for sure, guys, if you are thinking about anything in life, um, even thinking about a better life, thinking about a better position, imagine it, imagining it first, uh, uh, make put it a part of your imagination first and then, you know, really execute from it, you know, execute past that. What a, one of the things that I can give you a tool to execute past that um, is something I harped on on the social currency uh, episode, but we're going to talk about it because it's so important. It's your why. So um, I can kind of go through and explain my why. And um, after I explain my why, I'm going to go through and ask all the guys to kind of give their why's. Y'all can kind of give it based around my answer just because, you know, we're just getting to the space. But I would love for us to really build on our whys, too. My whys for what I do, um, for starters, is my time. Like, 
everything that I do in my life right now is really based around my time. You know, and time is, a, I mean, I can go into a lot of details with time, but I'm not going to take you out through that rabbit hole today. But um, hey, you like that poem I just threw in there? Hey, <laughs> hey you know, we're here. <laughs> but, um, but also uh, family. So I really can go into detail for my family. So when I look at generational wealth and I look around the board, you know, I look around and I say, who's really trying to make the decision to, like, change, like, the outlook of our family? And, like, even the people on this podcast and even the people on this Zoom call, you know, really think about it. Like, look at your family and, like, look at it from a, a open lens. Like, I'll tell you, like, a little open, like, lens of my family. Like, I have certain family that are comfortable with winning and comfortable with a certain part of their family not winning. You know, so who is that part? Who is that family member right now in your family that's trying to bring it together? And then also, we can even look at it from a deeper standpoint. And me and Ed talk about this all the time. How many greats have come out of families? So we'll think about a great. So Michael Jordan. Who was great before Michael Jordan and his family? Hey, I had realized a long time ago, and it's so crazy because every great has a, an initial MJ. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan is like they number one. Or what they do, and everybody else comes second and third. Mike, with Mike, Usher, Chris Brown, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. But everybody else, you gotta just you just gotta do figure out who two and three. But them two, is 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 automatically number one. But even a deeper outlook in what you're saying, those names you name, right? And their family though is which I'm talking about right now. How many more greats came after the Kobe in their family? Is there another Bryant that great? But you know what? Is there another? Well, we we might see another James that's great, but as great as LeBron James? Like. Yeah, no Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Mike Mike family going to be straight, but I mean, that's that's so. I mean, but think about Mike. I don't see. He set his family up, but has they been set up to continue that legacy? I don't know, but the name itself, whether or not they sit on their ass or not, for another 35 years, the Jordan name, even as he die, as he get old, old, it's going to stay around. And at the death, depending on how old he is, he still has, if he live a long time, another 10 after that. Well, I'm even thinking. So I'm even the thinking kids that it's really, good. it's the grandkids that we're gonna be looking at. Can they sustain that? You know what I'm saying? Like, but his kids and them kids, they they it's no question. But his little babies, that the little last one that he got, is going to grow up with his grandkids. So yeah. that's gonna be and they gonna get the uncle, they gonna have money. The uncle or the niece being the same age. As you know, what I'm saying the grandchildren. Yeah, but the the focus of what I'm really trying to get to is, even in that same breath, you even said it. Their grandkids. Who's to say it's gonna be another Michael Jordan? Who's nah, to, who, who's to not, say? I mean, who's to not, say you're not gonna be the? Who's to say it's gonna be another family member right now that's gonna think like you and want to make the oh, difference yeah, in your family? Yeah, and now you now, might be now, the Michael Jordan of your family. Yes. You know, people on this podcast, y'all might be the Michael Jackson for your family. And if you don't do it right now, who else going to do it? 
Y'all might go through another hundred years, another thousand years of your family just living the same way they live right now. You know, so I really feel like, especially right now, you know, that's the most important for my why, because I feel like when I look across the board, I'm the only person that's thinking about, you know, the family and the connection of it. You know, um, another one of my whys is also um, my impact on people. You know, I want to be able to be impactful to actually have, again, what we talked about, again, social currency. Because I feel like I even even said it with Zay and I say it with Ed all the time, you know, if even through this mentorship, if we position everyone in this mentorship to win and to be up along the way, you guys would never let us fall. You know, you guys would never let us sink. And that's the real that's the real thing that I want to live in life with. You know, I want to live with those impacts. I want to live with my time and I want to live with my family. Those were my whys. So I'll say, uh, Ed, what's your why? My why is to free my family from slavery. I might sound like 200 years late, but when I say this, I mean, if your paradigm, if what you think, if what you feel like you believe, if you feel like what you believe you know is causing you to live in a state of trading time for money, or thinking that you have to obey or thinking that you always have to have someone on top of you, that sounds like slavery to me. I had a friend ask me, she said, do you feel like your life is easy? I said, no. She said, you can tell me if you think your life is easy. And that's because of the standpoint that I have not worked a regular job in years. I, I, I quit. I quit two jobs, like back to back. Last time, last time I sat behind a desk for anybody besides myself for my family business was April sixteenth, I believe, two thousand eighteen. I was working at H and R Block, and um, I I was done. I had never been. That's why I have never worked for anybody else besides my mom and my dad since then. And the family business is either business or real estate. My dad has a printing company, Trinity Graphics Incorporated, and my mom has uh, rental properties that she inherited. So, again, like I said, I want to free my family from slavery. And my grandfather was basically, my grandfather and his little brother, Ernest, my uncle Ernest, right? They're like the Michael Jordan and the Pippin of their family because after the Second World War, my grandfather and his younger brother, Ernest, they they went to some school and they became brick masons and they started building houses. My granddad and his uncle, I mean, my uncle, his brother, Ernest, they built like a bunch of houses. They were selling houses. They were keeping houses for themselves. And some of those houses got passed down. And that is something that was built in the 1950s and 60s, but is still able to pay my family now. What I'm big on, like I said, is freeing my family from slavery. And I saw that. I did the math. One of my aunties has a house. And the mortgage is over $200,000. I got another, another cousin on my, that's an auntie on my, on my mom's side, but a cousin of mine on my father's side, she has a mortgage around $200,000 too. So I just started adding up people's mortgages, hospital bills, college. And I'm at one of my little cousins got a car. I'm like, oh, you could have bought a used car, but she bought a newer car. But 
guess what? Basically, I need to pay $1.3 million to get my family out of slavery. And then also with that, by cash flow appreciating assets like an apartment complex, that's going to pay us for the rest of our fucking lives. I don't want none of my none of my blood to ever have to look at somebody in their face and need them for any fucking thing. I need every woman that is related to me. I need everyone, period, to be able to look at people and look at them for who they are, not what they can do for you. You feel what I'm saying? You don't need to be around nobody because of what they can do for you. Because people have to treat you with respect and know that you are God's child, no matter how much they're paying you to be in their presence. So again, like I say, free my people or free my family from slavery. I want to buy them back. If you don't have to go to work, if you don't have to leave your family and your children for eight hours a day, you good. You're free. Especially if you got um, Edward Fox and his investments paying the whole family. I need to buy not only one apartment complex, but I need to buy hundreds of them. Because that's what I know it will take to free my family. And it's not only my family by blood, but I don't have no kids yet. And the closest thing I have to children, the closest thing I have to kids is my homeboy's kids, my nieces and nephews, my little cousins. So I have to Free my family from slavery. Free my homeboys from slavery. Because I don't like my guys, my homies going to work. Like, nah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm Edward Fox. I'm about to be a billionaire. How can my friends that I know and love, how can the guys that's been there for me for 5, 10, 15 years, how can they be going to a job if I'm so rich, if I'm so this, if I'm so Edward Fox? You know what I'm saying? So I have to do what I know needs to be done to free my family from slavery, free my bros from slavery, my homies from slavery, because we can't keep trading time for money. And one thing I've been telling one of my other friends recently is that you're interested in finance, but you're not that interested in finance. And when I say that, I mean, you're interested in making money, but you don't know what money is, how it's created, and how it works. They're interested in trying to make money, though. Exactly. They're they're interested in trading their time for money, but they don't know. Yeah, you're yeah. how to make money, though. Exactly. So it's like, I talk to people, I say, hey, where does money come from? They don't know. I'm like, money is created by the Federal Reserve. The, the, the chair of the Federal Reserve is Jerome Powell. He has said in an interview that money is created digitally on a computer. I've learned years ago that money was fake. And they just created out of thin air. It's called fiat currency. That means it has nothing backing it. There is no gold backing it. There is no nothing backing it. The only reason people value money is because other people work for it. That is the only reason. So when I tell people, yeah, the next thing I tell people is, yeah, the next thing I tell people is the people that created money didn't create money to say that they have all the money. They created money as a tool to make other people work for that said money. What I'm saying because in a monopoly, you don't just get all the money, like, hey, well, I got money. A part of the rule is the banker can get new pieces of paper and write value on it. They can write a 10, they can write a 50, write a 100. This is monopoly. That's what we're playing out here. So we have to, like I said before, we have to get right with our imagination. We can't be limited. We have to use our imagination to find out new ways to get what we want. I'm not going to say don't acquire or collect money. I'm just going to say you have to use your imagination better to attract and earn what it is that you desire. 
So again, with imagination, one of the first things I want to say is you need to be open to God. You need to be open to the spirit because whether you believe it or not, we are all connected to each other first and foremost. But the person, the, the, the deity or the thing that created that connection between us all is the God, is the father that created all of us, right? You might think I'm preaching, but I ain't even got started yet. What am I? You know, I ain't got started yet. So, um, so yeah, we're all connected. And once you think about that connection, think about some of the things that we've heard, whether it be an older person in our life or a mom or maybe you're reading the Bible and see all that. And it says that there's nothing new under the sun. There is something right now that you can be offering as a product or a service to another person where they can trade you something else that you value. That one thing could be money or it can be another service, you know, like a barter system. But there is something that you can be doing today to let people know that you can do something for them that is valuable to them. We're really just trading value for value or ideas for ideas in the way I put it last year when I realized, like, man, what they call money or what we call legal or illegal, what we say right is wrong, or right or wrong is like we're all trading ideas for ideas. And it seems that the ideas that are marketed the best are the ones that are most held by a group, large group of people. That's why we have things like culture or paradigm or, or habits or different things that we learn from one another. And there was something I was um, explaining to the guys earlier about the ASH experiment. The ASH experiment is A-S-C-H-E. The ASH experiment has been done since, I believe, the 50s and 60s. But it's shown that if you're in a group of people and they're all doing one thing and you're the only one not doing it, you're going to start to do it. And that's because humans or people, we are very social creatures and we don't want to look like the oddball out. So a part of imagination is you want to open yourself up to spirit, right? You want to start thinking different thoughts. When you start thinking different thoughts, you, you, you tend to think these thoughts over and over because as science says, uh, I've heard it online that we have between 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And a lot of those thoughts are thoughts that we've thought the day before. So if you open up yourself to absorbing new things in your imagination from the spirit, you got these new thoughts, new thoughts that are on a higher frequency, something that can be better than you thought before. It's not exactly the programming you get on a day to day. But you want to open up your thoughts, get new thoughts. Those new thoughts turn into what we call beliefs. A belief is a thought that you thought a bunch of times. You know what I'm saying? You thought it so much, now you believe it. Now you turn these beliefs into actions. You, you first thought your actions aren't just actions. Your actions start first in thought. Even the book of James talks about how uh, with sin, sin, you know, starts as a thought. That's how it works. And you want to create the best thoughts that you can that you can that you can have. You want to create thoughts, you want to absorb thoughts from other people. That's why you have to choose your influences. That's why I said open up your imagination to spirit. But um, even you want to get into, around some good peer pressure. Shoot, this this podcast right here, you're getting an influence that is supposed to be adding to you. This time that you're using to listen to this. You're trading your time or you're using your time. Maybe you're walking around the house. Maybe you're exercising while you're listening to this. But you're doing something at all times 
that you believe is valuable for you to get something else. We have to use this time to be the best that we can be because we don't get this back. Every time is now and every, you know, yesterday is the past and we can think about the future, but every time is right now. And then also time, how we look at it, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock p.m. or 2 a.m., all that's made up. I know in the Bible it says that there is day and night. There is day and night, and, and that's it. So, again, we have to open up our mind, open up our imagination to thoughts. We have to open our mind to good thoughts that are very, very advantageous for us, the higher thoughts, higher frequency thoughts. We turn those thoughts into beliefs and we turn those beliefs into actions and then after we have these actions hopefully they're really good actions because you know actions lead to results but you want these good actions the great actions to turn into great habits let's say this today i want to get more swollen i need bigger muscles just because that's what i want not because of peer pressure but i do need the peer pressure to get bigger muscles i tell you if i spend more time at the gym i will be doing more of the actions that get me to be swole because I'm seeing more of it. I'm seeing more swole. So I'm getting influenced by swole. I'm getting thoughts about swole. I'm getting beliefs about swole. So you get something that feel pressure exactly. to swole. Exactly. So that, that's just one example. But we have to open ourselves up to what it is that we want. And when I say imagination, we have to just be open like children. Children are amazing at thinking of something and making it into their their mind now it's their life and that's another thing about my why is that i don't want to have to be so grown so uh, so serious all the damn time why why can't i just live a good life and chill everything ain't got to be life or death life is good let's let's bring the joy back let's not live in a state of oh i gotta get money gotta get money gotta pay for this gotta pay for that Open up your imagination. I want to free my family from slavery. I want to free me from slavery. I want to free my friends and my family, my bros from slavery. And that's one of the things that I feel is my wife. Man, all right, brother Ed, boy, that's, hey, I'm talking about, man, you you was spitting some real shit. And and for real, for real, that's, that's the type of shit we need here on the rabbit hole, yes, man. Sir. And it's, it's definitely vital. And so much opportunity is being brought to the table, man. And you guys, we have been fortunate to get it on this platform. And that's the crazy thing about it. Like, we have definitely been grateful to be able to get this type of, of knowledge and, and game. And, and it's free. And it's, and it's willing. This is something that definitely, man, when I said last episode, it's all about you know, it don't have to be competition. It's just about respect. If we just continue to respect each other, that's that's all we need. And, and I mean, Brother Ed broke it down to where, like I always say, the most simplest form, man, because I've given it to them raw. But when I tell you, he just bit that shit all the way to the bone with nothing left on the gristle and spit it back out like, he went totally deep, and he's went way deeper than what I went. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just sitting here like, damn, this was something that I was just so grateful to just with one question. Hey, you want to come on the platform, and, and, and I got something going on. You think you'd be interested? 
And when you say, yeah, I made a date, bro, this is what it came to. That to be, what's the odds of being and running into something like that? And just giving it to a person, just willingly and just say, it's yours and look for nothing of it. But as soon as you get an opportunity, for me being so gracious like that, you gave me the number one opportunity as soon as you got a chance to say, hey, are you offering up your platform? It's only right that we give you a thank you because you never even asked for anything for us to even come and do this. This much you gave and you gave the, the platform. And again, you guys just took advantage of it, man. Not, and that's nothing but appreciation. And guys, this is something you guys are going to get every single week. Like, this is just an introduction of who these guys are. They gave you just a snippet. And they said, you know, this is, they're offering this opportunity to the listeners of this podcast. The slots that they have open, it is for the listeners of this podcast. So the guys who actually listen to this podcast, this is open for you. So if it's a lot, and it's a lot of you are open to it. If it's just a little bit of people that's listening right now, you still allow all that information, whether it's a lot of people doing it or a little bit. Whoever is listening to it, he just gave you an opportunity. So what are you going to do with it? Because he offered mine, you know, and the thing about it is he's giving out even more. So I'm not even the only one being able to be fortunate and get blessed like this. He's opening it for more people. He's not even just closing it down for me because I helped him. It's me plus the, 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 the slots that's open. So everybody got a chance. It's what you want to take with it. Because even with me not asking, and he's giving me the opportunity, oh, yeah, I can't do nothing but take it. Why not? And I'm thankful for it. So, guys, we are going to continue to get this weekly Weekly, weekly. Um, it's just it's the first day, man. Had to cut, had to cut Brother Fox down a little bit because he, he brought some real heat. I'm talking about straight off the hip first quarter. Like, bro, we got three more. We got three more quarters. Like, Ken scored a couple buckets, boy, but it was like when you checked in, it was go. You was on D, and you came back with, with, with all the moves, all the shots. You know, we up about we up about 30 in the first, bro. Go ahead and sit down for a little minute. Then, hey, next quarter you coming through. You know, you you came with it, and I appreciate that. This for me having this my first interaction with you. And it, it has been powerful from when you was outside at the car door. Just allowing you just hearing me speak, asking me a couple questions while you there. And then when we finally get in here, you like, you know, now I know what's going on. You just were so comfortable because you weren't talking over someone's head. But not only were you not talking over here, but you were still educated. You don't have to just because to be talking over my head or anybody's head to educate. You educated me on some shit that I didn't know I could never sit so high and mighty. And I appreciate that on the first reaction. Like, that's what's up. So I know it's only greater from here. I know it's only greater from here. Absolutely. You know, so we're going to definitely um, let these guys give y'all the last closing. Oh, yeah, go ahead and finish it up, man. And then, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, well, quick drop on the show. Y'all just hearing it. Um, we just made 
front page again of the newspaper. It's like, I got a local newspaper today. Y'all can see winging it, Savannah plastic on there for our uh for our pop ups and our vegan options. Congratulations. Amen. So y'all check us out. Um, yeah, man. So I mean, it's been fun, man. Let's we're gonna do this weekly. Um, and uh, like I said, yeah, that's really the thing. Uh, usually tag me in most of them anyway. So yeah, y'all can get me to the DM. Y'all can shoot me a DM if y'all interested in the mentorship. Um, especially if you're a business owner and you listen to this and you don't have your structure together, don't be ashamed. You know, I know people that are running big businesses right now don't have the structure together. So, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for. Um, and yeah, welcome to Southern Wellness, man. Um, we hope to be able to, my goal is to make a million millionaires, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't even care about the money. I really care about the relationship, the relationship and the social currency for me. So, yeah, man, we're going to keep up next week. Ed, you got something? I thank y'all so much for your time. Uh, use what we're talking about in these podcasts to make your life better. Like every day, it starts with your thoughts and it moves to your beliefs. Your beliefs create your actions and your actions create your habits and your habits create your life. So to create a better life, it starts with your thoughts. So not only are we going to think and grow rich, but we're going to do rich. We're going to be rich. Everything about rich is us. We are God's children. We come from old money. Our father created the life. He created the universe. So everything that's here, every great thing that God ever created is ours, is for us. Don't let nobody make you think that you don't deserve nothing. Don't let nobody think or let nobody tell you to think that you are less than or nothing. You are worthy. You are amazing. You are God's child. You are to be loved, to be cared for, you to be respected. So just know that each and every day, exude and breathe and live worthiness and just love at all times and that's what we are we love we God we got you we love you and live your life be the best you can be amen yes sir hey and you heard it down man thank you guys again man and uh we'll do this again next week and can't wait thank you for the opportunity man and guys you're in the rabbit hole with JP again the L WM Podcast. Bye with me. It's big on the twin of you. Up and I shake the room. Shaking this bitch, frosted flick on the wrist. Ice. The gang ain't playing this shit. In New York, I got a shake in this bitch. Shake, 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 shake. Shake it up. Peel back your toothpaste. Peel it back. Money move to conversate. Money. Put them up on the plate. Put them up. Baby shaking in the waist. She shake. Hit the flashlight to see her face. Flash. And she looking like a snack. Cute. Birkin bag on the way.